okay, we did it. We made it to episode number 20. It only took us two years, but we've done it. So we're averaging about 10 episodes per year. This is the third annual Thanksgiving Eve episode of our little talks. That Any thoughts? It's an honor to be here. It is an honor to be it's here. Honor. Are you sure? I... Yeah. You're going to I think you may need to talk a little louder because your microphone is well, not picking you up well here today. I don't know what's going on. The levels are very low on your microphone. Well, sure I'll endeavor to speak louder then. I just turned it up a little bit. Never so mind. I'll turn up the levels. I'll endeavor to speak quieter. We already this is the second time we've recorded the opening for this episode. Yes. We scrapped the original uh opening cuz I could not hear my co-host co-host very well. Uh, over the, uh, I was trying to monitor it over my um, headphones here, and I just for some reason was not picking it up. I'm not sure what was happening, but well, we're back now, and I think we should have kept that audio, and we should have used it well, for like a sort of blooper reel. No, <laughs> normally we don't like to edit; we like to just go with the flow, and because first yeah. of all. As I say every episode, no one's listening, mm -hmm. so it's not a big deal. Second of all, um, we like to keep things as natural as possible. Yeah, so we that like was to, we like to that be was real. that was not our normal um, that was not our normal modus operandi. I was to, just gonna say to, modus operandi. Well, it's because great minds think alike. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't about to. Um, How awesome! Normally, would I wouldn't. If I had said it, wouldn't scrap something time. like that, but it. It was, um, nobody wants to hear the first two minutes of a podcast um, talking about how I can't hear you very well. I can't see, yeah. I'm not, your, your levels seem very low. And since this Those are is the, things that, the 20th that episode. That good podcasts actually figure out before they start to hit, hit yeah. the record button. But real podcasts have like tech people, you know, like they, they're in a studio. We're just in your, your man cave. Uh, this is not a man cave. This is a den. Oh, um, <laughs> the other thing is, is uh, every time we go to record an episode, because uh, I have to take 10 minutes beforehand getting the microphones reset up because the template they used the previous episode doesn't seem to work for some reason. So I have to go back and create a new. It's very, very frustrating. Very not user friendly. It's a, it's a Garage Band thing. We use Garage Band. It's not a. That's we not might a, need some new. That's not a promotional for Garage Band. It's more of like Garage Band's not very user friendly. They yeah. used to have a podcast setting on here, um, but now you have to set up your own podcast settings, and it's hmm. not very user friendly. It used to be I just wonder what podcast the, boom, and you start going. I but. wonder what the software for. <clears throat> Um, like most podcasts is. I don't know, but if we're going to continue beyond, you know, the end of this third year that we're beginning on our podcast, we're going to have to come up with something a little bit this more This is the year that we commit. This is the right. year that we're we going to get some sponsors. It. Yeah. We're going to find some yeah. content that's actually interesting to uh -huh. discuss. And we're going to record daily. No, Episodes we're not going to do daily. that. And nobody has time for that. No, I, I certainly don't. Um, Unless we get a sponsor. Unless we get like we a big to, time yeah. sponsor who's willing to help promote this amazing content. <laughs> you can content. quit your job and then I can quit my job and then we can. Right. Yeah. You won't have to go to college. We'll yeah. just get rich. We'll just be podcast hosts. Right. Because everybody has lives. a podcast now pretty much. 
Yeah. Do you know? Do you have any friends that have podcasts? I don't have any friends that have podcasts. I don't think I do either. I have friends who have friends that have podcasts. Oh. Okay. But I don't have any friends who have podcasts. I feel like I've had friends who have done podcasts, but they don't have podcasts. And well, like they like did. What type of podcast? I don't know. They were, they were guests on a podcast. I've talked before. I was a guest on a podcast back in 2012, 10 years ago. I think I'd make ago. a great podcast guest. I, uh, What's a, oh, here's, a, here's a thought-provoking question. If you could be a guest on any podcast, which podcast would it be? Hold on, let's have 10 minutes of silent okay. air while I think about let's what... Po- I mean, I've already been a guest on a podcast. Um, I probably wouldn't do it now, the one that was a Disney-themed podcast, but I wouldn't... That ship has sailed. Um, I don't know. I don't listen to many podcasts. And the ones I do listen to, I don't know. I wouldn't really want to be a guest. I would want to be a guest on Off Book, the improvised musical podcast with Zach Reno. No. Yeah, with Zach Reno and Jessica McKenna. Who are those people? Um, they're comedians, and the concept of the well, podcast... Well, they can't be very funny if I've never heard of them. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, but the concept of the podcast is they start having conversation, and yeah. um, at any point during the conversation, they have some musicians in the studio. The musicians start playing a song, and then the two hosts and usually the guest, they have to start, like... Um, writing, uh, improvising a musical based off of that topic that they were talking about. Oh, I see. It's very fun. You know, I just realized something. Your what sister and I, we always do the pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving. We bake, we always bake the pie. Yeah. Um, I just remembered, I put the pie in the oven about 15, 10, 10 15 minutes ago. And you didn't walked put a away. timer on. I did put the timer oh, on. Oh, okay. But I'm, the timer's probably going to go off soon and it's going to be up to your sister to... I'll probably have to text her. Say, yeah. We're podcasting. Say, listen, you're we're have having to, a serious podcast. You're going to have to handle the changing of the temp on the. Yeah. Here. Let's, uh, let's see. Crazy cat. Someone just texted crazy cat to me. Let me text you. I'm going to do a, uh, I'm going to use a voice text. Oh. We're going to let everybody hear this voice text. We're podcasting. So can you. Check on the pie when the timer goes off. Question mark. There we go. You know, I always rag on you for doing voice texting, but... But it works. But more recently, I've been finding that I don't really like typing out these long messages. Well, I don't really like texting anyway. I I would much rather call you and say, hey, can you go... But, you know, it is convenient, but when you start getting these long... People send you... You know, information Books, that probably should have been in an email rather than just burying me with a really long text yeah. message. Text messaging should be, I'm here, or send me that address, and you get the address. Yeah. I mean, I'll meet I, you there at 11. Sounds good. My friend and I, we text every day, but we have started doing voice messages where we just record ourselves talking. And I've seen some more way. of that happening. And I, it's fun because it's like I'm not on the phone with you because we're both doing separate activities at at this time and we can't be on the phone but i can hear your voice and it's when, nice when i was in school back in the olden times we didn't have texting so you would write notes to each other people still write and notes you'd to fold each them other. up and hand them to the, to you in the hallway or whatever on, yeah. in between classes yeah i feel like younger kids still write notes 
I wish I had saved all those embarrassing notes that people gave me in high school. One time, hopefully um, they destroyed all the embarrassing notes I gave them. One time, a boy wrote me a note to tell me that he liked me. Um, and you were like, gross. But he like wrote it in code and with like a little key to like figure it out. But he like watched s- too many National Treasure movies. He spelled um, like wrong, I think. Like he he accidentally put the wrong symbol instead of the e. So I like berated him that he had used the code incorrectly instead of instead of te- instead of, instead of acknowledging yeah that he liked you instead of acknowledging his feelings for me yeah. That you probably handled it the correct way. That's why way. I don't have a boyfriend. You <laughs> probably handled that correctly, though. You I don't. did, yeah. It's better it to right correct choice. someone's grammar right and usage of language and coding than yeah. to actually I mean, acknowledge their feelings. The, yeah. <laughs> that's the problem with me is um, I have an English teacher for a father. And so... Right. Well, so I, you know... Correct people's Dad, grammar. Dad, this the boy time. wrote a note to me. Oh, but look he, at all the misspellings in here. But he used the wrong version of there. Look at all these misspellings in here. You, you can't date this he guy. He said, There is no one else who captures my heart the way you do, but he used T H E Y apostrophe R E. So dumb. What a dummy. Yeah. So. Wait a minute. What is this? Captured your heart. Anyway. What? <laughs> I was just saying, like, a normal dad would be like, What? What is this? Who does this kid think he is? I'm oh, just but like, you're like, what is know, this kid's grammar? He's even not a spell. What is, he can't spell. Uh, Look at how messy his hand is. You know what it's going to be like trying to teach this kid next year? He's not going to know anything. I'm going to have to explain to him what an adjective is yeah. again. Like everybody else. That he was always my what, favorite thing. He doesn't know what teaching adverbs Teaching seniors are. in high school, teaching them English, and every five minutes, I'm like, what's an adjective again? An adjective is a word that describes a noun. Correct. And an adverb Is describes a, a, verb, describes a verb, usually ends in L-Y. Yeah, like swiftly. I swiftly hit the stop button on this podcast because we were boring our audience. He said... This is the grammar segment of We're just riffing. Podcast. We're just going. We don't I mean, have anything don't have, planned. Yeah. We're just talking. But you know what? That's the thing is this is just... If we were having it's a free conversation, form. free form. It's art is what it is. Free form art. It's a free form art. It's an art form. Yeah. Conversation. <laughs> Most people aren't able to do what we're doing right now. Yeah. Most people are. I, I have my eyes closed. That's how comfortable I am right now. <laughs> yeah, you're but rocking. I can, I'm rocking chair. and just talking, just man. Talking. Just letting it just flow. Riffing. <laughs> just letting it flow. Um. So, hey, let's talk. Let's. Here's a topic. You voted in your first election a few I weeks did. ago. I did. Um. What was that like? Tell us about the experience of your first vote, first time voting. Um, I was nervous going into it since I'd never voted before. I was like, I don't, yes, you were I don't, asking me like, yeah, what I'm do like, I do? I don't know what to do. I don't know. It's like it's really simple. Where to go. You fill out this request to vote. Yeah. They verify it. They hand you your ballot. Um, then you, then go, you vote. go to your you go to the little uh, trifold uh, table. Yeah. And you fill, fill in, in some bubbles. You fill it's in like the a bubbles. It's test, really. And then you go to but the it's machine. the fate of the country weighing in your hands. No, it's not. <laughs> the, the, this fate of no. this country was sealed a long time ago. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I had to kind of explain. It's really, it's not that complicated, but I can understand. Yeah, I just wanted little, to, I wanted to do it wrecked. right, you know. And I feel like even though it was. Well, like, you probably voted straight Democrat, so <laughs> we know you didn't do it right. You know? Come on now. Just kidding. It's Just playing. Um, just playing. Since it's like a government thing, I was like, what if I mess up and I get in like big, big trouble? Love it or leave it. Um, That's what I wrote right on my ballot. Love it or leave it. 
These colors don't run. Yes. Anyway, and just go. So I, tell I us more about voting. Got in line. I gave them my identification card. Um, I got my little. What, what was it that you called it? The application to vote, and then I. Yeah, I think they call it that. I mean, you have you're registered to vote, but when you go in, you have to fill out yeah. a little yeah. piece of paper um requesting permission to vote basically yes uh, so they have to check your id and uh, you are who you say you are mm -hmm. and then you get to vote yeah and then they they looked at my id they and then there was an older lady running the the desk and she said you look young enough for this to be your first time voting yes. and i said it is my first time voting and she shook my hand and told me she was proud of me i'm proud of you for not being jaded and cynical and like, you're here today i'm coming in to vote you you still think your vote counts unlike all these older older people yeah. who are just doing it out doing of a sense of because, obligation yeah. and going well i don't really want this guy to vote win but i guess i'll vote for this person <laughs> just because i don't want the other person to get yeah. it yeah and you know it was it was fun i went and filled out my ballot i was a little confused about the the partisan voting part where you could do like a straight ballot that's the um, easy way to do it so i was worried like oh do i like have to fill that out first and then fill everything out but this year's I ballot should have been like um it should have just throw said a yes. straight trump supporters vote or a straight um anti-trump vote it should have just that's said really what um, it's still we're still voting based on Trump or no Trump. Yeah. It should have just said yes or no and you fill in whichever one. Yeah, everything's then, so extreme that it's basically like there's no like oh, I'm voting on the issues. You're like I'm voting to make sure no crazy people <laughs> 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 that the, the that the crazier group of people are not uh, yes, in exactly. office and the less crazy people but still crazy are... Yeah, I mean, they're politicians. I mean, we got to get the roads fixed, people. That yeah. was Gretchen Whitmer's thing. Big Gretch. Yeah, so anyway. So it was a good experience for you. Yeah, you participated a, in the good. American, quote, democracy, unquote. <laughs> it's not really I a democracy. I performed my civic duty. I don't know how many times I have to tell people this. It's a representative republic. Yeah. Democratic republic, I guess, would be the best way. To... It's a democracy. It's not a democracy. Okay, so stop saying democracy is in danger. I mean, it was in, listen. It is in a way, but let's not get bogged down in technical well, terms look, of governmental. This is a this podcast. This isn't a political podcast, right? So we we try to, to stay into, away from that. We don't need to get into all that. But we, we try to stay away from. But that. we voted, is what we're trying to tell you guys. Right, and it was your first vote. It was my first vote, I which kept, was good. I it's put good my sticker to, it's in good my to, journal. It's good to stay engaged in. We still have a sort of. We still sort of get to. Um, have a say in things yeah i mean even if i my... mean some countries you go and you vote and it doesn't matter because they've already like we're gonna flush all your ballots down the toilet and tell you who won yeah we don't you know we don't have that here i mean we yeah. get to decide which group of lunatics we're gonna yeah, have exactly. represent us now they're not all lunatics in england do they vote for like parliament and stuff or does the queen like uh you know i'm not familiar with if there's anybody who's... or i'm sorry the king if you were familiar with the british um uh, election system uh go ahead and call in right now and uh let, let us know we'll put you on the air yeah and uh do you know anyone who we're waiting the phone lines are not li lighting up i don't know what's don't, going on yeah um we should i don't know there was the house of podcast. the house of commons, commons which is made up of some uh, common folk the representatives do of they the call common the folk. people in the commons and the, the house of folk. lords which represent all the the rich snooty people yeah 
And then there's the prime minister. And then there's the queen. Who's prime minister now right now? That's not Boris Johnson anymore, is it? No. The lady that was, is um, she bagged it. Let's check. She, Let's she resigned. Google it. And um, I think Winston Churchill came back from the dead. Oh. And, um, you know, that's, I didn't know that's, that. That's what I heard. That was the story I heard. Winston I thought it was, Churchill. I heard Neville Chamberlain might be coming <laughs> no, back. No, no, they'll never let him do it again. <laughs> he was, he, he was, uh, he was an appeaser. Right? Is that right? I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't taught history in three years, so I don't remember if Neville Chamberlain was the, he was the appeasing prime minister. If I remember correctly, I googled who is PR in England, and it says who is a Puerto Rican and how to get a, a permanent residence in the UK. We don't care about that. So while you're looking that up, um, my first time Rishi voting, Sunak is Prime Minister of oh. the United Kingdom. First time I voted would have been the in the election of 1992. And that was the George H.W. Bush. Thomas Jefferson. George H.W. Bush versus Bill, William Jefferson Clinton and H. Ross Perot. Is William. H, oh, William. Bill, Bill Clinton. Clinton. I was like, is he related to Bill I Clinton? voted for H. Ross Perot. I was like, hey, you know what? This is my first election. This guy actually seems to have some sort of. Moral standing. Uh, well, I don't Background. know. About these, he was running for office, so he doesn't have any. <laughs> Any sort of ethics involved yeah. in this. But I thought, hey, let's give someone who's not a straight Republican, a straight Democrat a shot. And he actually did pretty well. I don't remember what percentage of the vote he got. Um, and, but we uh, know that. And the next time I voted for, uh, I did vote for Clinton the next time around. So did Clinton win yes. that election? Okay. He did. He won. I knew he was the president, but I didn't know He when. did win. Ross Perot probably took votes away from more from George H.W. Bush. So George H.W. Bush, he was running for a second term. He was running for a second term. But Clinton beat him. But Bill Clinton won because he played the, the saxophone let on me TV. Ask you a and question. everybody was like, oh, he's one of us. He can play the saxophone. Isn't he so cool? Did you Bill know? Bill Clinton is a natural um, politician. And I mean that in the most um, offensive un- way possible. Unflattering <laughs> way possible. He knows how to give a, a political speech and make you at the end be like, "Yeah." Um. Did you know that he's gonna jo- save the world? Did you know that John Mulaney's parents went to school with Bill Clinton? I didn't know that. They did. I didn't know John Mulaney had parents. He does. I, I've never heard John. Mul- I've only heard you talk about John Mulaney. I've never actually heard John Mulaney. John do Mulaney's anything. canceled, man. Cancel them all. Cancel everybody. Let's just cancel. Let's just stop. Let's. Cut off Let's stop media. idolizing celebrities. Let's stop. Yeah. Why are we listening to these clowns? Why? Why? They're not any smarter than we are. They just had more ambition and, and came <laughs> up with more clever jokes. Yeah. Brad Pitt is just better looking than everybody, so he was able to get in the movies. Yeah. Um, if I looked like Brad Pitt, I could get in the movies, too. Yes, of course. But I don't you just like have Brad to go Pitt. try out for the movies. Yeah, <laughs> try, try out. out. <laughs> I'm trying out for the movies. I'm moving out to Los Angeles so I could try out for the movies. Yeah. I'm go- I, have a- I was going to try out for the basketball team, but I'm not tall enough. So my coach said, you should try out for the movies. I was going <laughs> to audition for um, the basketball team. I w- yes. I, I think that's in. there's a scene in Glee 
where Never saw Glee. I haven't either, but where the one of the kids from the Glee Club is trying to join the football team. Is that the name of the people that love Glee? Is that the name? The Glee Club? No, the Glee Club. It really should be. They're called, Fans of Glee should be called the Glee Club. They're called they're called Gleeks. That's dumb. They should be called the Glee Club. Anyway, so yeah, the guy they, from the See, that generation doesn't even know what a Glee Club is, so they wouldn't have known. A that. lot of people thought that a Glee Club a Glee, a Glee Club was something that was made up for the TV show. They no, didn't realize that it was a They real should thing. have been called the Glee Club. Anyway, I'm, so the kids I'm going to start a petition. Change.org. Change Gleek to Glee Club. Gleek, this well, is to officially make change Gleek, the name. Or of Glee Club. I understand. And Geek, so I it's understand. a Gleek. You're a Gleek. You don't have to explain it to me. <laughs> um, I didn't know that you have the soundtrack to Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Of course I do. Greatest, greatest soundtrack of all time. Right anyway. behind West Side Story <laughs> original motion picture soundtrack from 1961. Definitely not from 2020 or whenever that. I came have out. that. Was on, that 2021? It was 2021, and I have was that on la- vinyl. Was it really just last year that that movie came I out? I have the 2021 soundtrack on vinyl. <sighs> Interesting. Because I love that movie. But anyway, um, well, anyway, so the and, guy from you the Glee and about <laughs> two million other people that actually saw it. But. The guy from the Glee Club. He he goes and he says like the Glee. I'm here to audition oh. for the football team. Or oh no, he says I'm here to. Audition for the role of kicker or something like that, and it's very. You know, very it's funny. funny. You say they're called Gleeks. Gleek was the name of uh, the Wonder Twins monkey on Super Friends. Zan okay. and Jaina <laughs> were the Wonder Twins, and they had a monkey sidekick <laughs> named Gleek. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's Wonder good Twin stuff. powers activate. Shape of an ice surfboard. <laughs> Form of. A gorilla, and then she, the gorilla would surf, surf on the ice surfboard, and then Gleek would do something and mess it up, and then oh. Superman or somebody'd have to come in and save save him. the day. Those were the good old days. That's back. <laughs> I was about to say that's back when television was good, but in in retrospect, having looked at some of the things I watched as a kid recently, it's lot mostly not very good. It's it. That's the mild way of putting it. Yeah. But like anything by it's Sid and Marty though. Croft is it's absolute garbage. The time I wasted on it's it was now, made it's it's clearly but here's the thing. Some things from back then were made to be timeless and for you as an adult to be able to oh gleaning new things from this. And then like there's the like H and R puff and stuff. You're like this was made for five year olds, and if no one said at the age of fifty, you're gonna go, I should watch HR Puff and stuff, and be like, this is absolute garbage. <laughs> this stuff <laughs> is terrible. Who wrote this? Yeah, they were hacks. Well, it's a cash grab, man. No, it was just like, yeah, it was to make money off of dumb little kids. Yeah, but also it was the '70s, so any teenagers watching were probably high. Mm, mm-hmm. And they were like, this is great, man. Magic Mongo's so funny. Yeah. You don't know what I'm talking about. Right? I've never heard of these shows. There I've, was a thing I've called the Croft you, Super Show. I've heard you say them before. That Magic Mongo. Um, is that Grape Ape? Sp- well, not Speed Buggy. The Wonder Bug, which was a, a Dune Buggy or um, Magic Mongo, Wonder Bug. Um, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters? No. Uh, Electro Woman and Dyna Girl. Uh, Far Out Space Nuts. Uh, all garbage. And they had these what guys called Cool and the Kongs, which was like this supposed to be this band, and they were just 
atrocious. Uh, it was terrible. Yeah. Grape Ape is Hanna-Barbera. Okay. See, but Hanna-Barbera... Hanna-Barbera were really into alliteration. They were a little bit Magilla better. Gorilla. Right. Grape Ape. The Flintstones. Jabberjaw. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. By the way, Scooby-Doo wasn't very good either. I... I've I've seen a few episodes of Scooby Doo and I, I liked it. I mean, but I don't know if it's the original. It's okay. And now they're now. like they're getting into the whole political thing. Like one of they one of, in one of the timelines of Scooby Doo, um, Velma's a lesbian now or something. Um, well, it's like back then it was like it wasn't. It was just dumb mysteries being solved. We weren't yeah. worried about whether I think they made there was representation or whatever. I think they're. Like, I don't know if that's true actually. I by the way, say, it took me one night. Uh, we I used to work a third made, shift job. It, uh, took me and a couple of guys that were working there. This was twenty some years ago. It took us like an hour to remember the name of Fred from uh, <laughs> from Scooby Doo. What's the name of the blonde guy that drives the van? We couldn't think of it. We could remember everybody else, but and then finally it like kicked in. It was in the third shift, so it was the middle of the night. But I was like, "Oh yeah, Fred!" And then see now, but what they're doing? It's a Scooby Doo reboot series, and it's a new timeline. But it's for it's for adults. So I believe Daphne is Listen, Asian. If you're over the age of, let's yeah, just say, so um, Shaggy let's just, is black. Let's Daphne's just throw Asian. a dart at the wall. Let's it, say you're over the age of forty and you're still watching Scooby Doo, or you need an adult version of Scooby Doo. It's probably time to. Oh my gosh! Wait, what? Constance things. Wu is going to play Daphne. That's cool. I don't know who that is. Anyway. She's a very famous actress. She's so famous, I've never heard of her. If she was famous, I she would know who she was. She was in Crazy Rich Asians. She was in Fresh never Off the it. Boat. Never seen she it. She was in Orange is the New Black. Never watched it. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know who these people are. I just, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm, I'm into more. That's okay. I'm into more like highbrow oh, yes. arts and entertainment. Mm-hmm. I read Dostoevsky and, oh. and, <laughs> and uh Saul Bellow and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not into this uh, Netflix. This lowbrow. This lowbrow Netflix stuff that you like so much. Except for Cobra Kai, <laughs> which is pretty lowbrow. But entertaining. But it's a good time. Yes. I read things. I read like um, uh, Ralph Ellison mm. and Richard Wright, um, James Baldwin. You know, some of, some of the You're more so highbrow intellectual yeah. uh, writers. Not this schmaltz that you guys are devouring. Well, you know, I don't read the. You wine. know what else I was terrible? Listen. Let me just back up a minute. Back up. Go ahead. Transformers and Co- and um, GI Joe, they were just toy commercials. First of all, we knew it back then, but in retrospect, they just weren't good yeah. shows. It just was was not good stuff. Yeah, I mean, except for when uh, GI Joe would do the uh, knowing is half the battle. Hey, watch out for that down power line. <laughs> and there'd be some little kid and he'd be like, what? Electricity could still run through a down power line. If you touch that, you could be electrocuted. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. They would wow. give you informational stuff. What is the one where... Oh, um, no, Super Friends was the one with the down power line. Superman would fly in. I was just going to ask you, what is the one with the little <laughs> kid smoking on the, the bench at the baseball game hey smoking's bad for you it's like aquaman comes up or somebody yeah or is it superman? i think it's superman they should have been aquaman because he was about breathing you know breathing underwater so he, yeah he would understand the importance of being able to yeah because listen he's he understands pollution because he's trying to breathe underwater but all this pollution is happening yes and so he understands yes. the importance of like fresh clean air and breathing correct yes he would know 
and keeping the oceans oxygen the oceans provide us with a lot of oxygen so yeah. we got to keep those we got to do what we can because it's all about us got to keep those those straws away from turtles um i we've been over this <laughs> he was making a snorkel yes yeah. This whole idea that the the ocean is just full of straws getting stuck in turtles' I mean, nostrils. frankly, it's it's offensive to say that a, a turtle would he be was able smart, to make a snorkel. Look, he was smart enough. He yeah, knew, hey, this will be the, easier. I won't have to surface where mm-hmm. I could become in, in danger. I'll stick the yeah. the straw up and use it as a snorkel. Yeah. We don't give credit to these turtles. We don't. They, the, um, I feel like in media they're portrayed as <laughs> such these foolish creatures, but in reality they're I, quite ingenuous. I saw a video the other day of, um, I don't remember what it was. Is that it a was, word, ingenuity? It was an animal like helping another animal or something. Yeah. Like, oh, animals have, they're, they're, uh, they love and care for each other more than humans do. And then somebody put under there a uh, link to an article they'd done a study on. Chimpanzees are not a afraid to commit murder of their own kind or something chimpanzees will eat each other <laughs> chimpanzees uh, if, if a chimpanzee came in this room right now and and was like being all friendly i'd be like i'm out of here because he's gonna somebody's gonna get hurt <laughs> chimpanzees, a chimpanzee walk into the room? i just saying because like people have like you know people think because of movies like where there's chimps they're like oh they chimpanzees are just like us and they're yeah. they they're more thought i'm like no they'll they're territorial you know they'll rip your face off you know so what's just, really really scary what's an that? orangutan have you seen the video of the guy at the zoo in indonesia he's at the orangutan <laughs> enclosure and he's like reaching his hands out like be my friend and the orangutan grabs his t-shirt and like starts pulling on it and then orangutans have really long legs and arms. He yeah. just wraps all four of his limbs around the guy. And he's like pulling him towards the cage and trying to bite him. Yeah, orangutans are scary. I don't like Well, them. when you go to the zoo and you sit and look at an orangutan and you're like staring in their eye, they're looking at how can I get yeah. through this glass and kill this person. <laughs> they're trying to they're figure not, it out. <laughs> they're... <laughs> Listen, I like monkeys. I really, I love. I love animals. I but love Let's capuchin. just remember they're animals. I love capuchin monkeys. Not like us. We're and all like rhesus monkeys and like the little tiny monkeys with little little yes. hands and feet that wear diapers and stuff. Those guys are adorable. But if you put me in front of a baboon, I would pee myself because Listen, they're really scary. The, the the most recent Planet of the Apes movies are, um, especially the first one. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Those are great movies, but they're actually so Rise of the sad. Planet of the Apes is the first one, right? I always get it I mixed up because it should be Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, then Rise of the Planet of the Apes, then War yeah, of the Planet. But they flipped the first yeah. two titles and they mm. got it wrong. But anyway, that very first one, you can be like, yeah, this is what it would be like because apes, uh, um, simians, is that right? I think so. Um, if they were all just turned loose on society, we'd have a, a, a lot of problems. Um, if they decided yeah, to that just go I, crazy and where, not um, crazy, but where the monkey that bites monkey Koba, he he was onto something. After the way being mistreated, yeah, that guy who he bites or the monkey, what's his name, Caesar? He bites Caesar, the guy's fingers yeah. off. I was like, oh my gosh. Monkeys are That's really not scary. far from the truth. Yeah, because... A chimp will, will rip you apart, will bite your fingers off. I don't like chimps. I, I like them if they're not anywhere within 10 I miles of me. I think they're very interesting, but like, I really want to meet a monkey, but I would oh, never... Oh, they're just like us. They I would never want to meet a we chimp. We share 98% of our DNA with chimps. 
We should be best friends with them. We also share a lot of DNA with bananas. We should be best friends with the chimps. We could learn a lot from chimpanzees. Like how to, well, we already know about the violence part as humans. Yeah, we already got that down. We got that part down, unfortunately. Um, Yeah. Anyway, don't mean to bring the room down, but. (laughs) Yeah, anyways. How do we get on monkeys? don't, Don't give animals... Maybe your, your dogs and your cats and your gerbils we, and your lizards, can, you your iguanas or whatever. But don't give wild animals names because then yeah. Cecil the lion. Like everybody got mad because they shot Cecil the lion. I'm like, he's a lion. You talk to any of the kids that I know who came from Africa that have gone to our school. Yeah. And they're like, why do Americans are always so lions are dangerous. They, yeah, they're gonna they would kill you. Yeah, if you <laughs> they're be- oh come here, Cecil. They're beautiful <laughs> creatures, but they want to eat right. you. Right, <laughs> you won't be like come here, oh Cecil, come see me. Come just see because, you, all right. Just because Aslan, you come see it. Yeah, the Aslan Susan ruined and, everything. Susan and Lucy ride on his back. It doesn't mean and that Cecil like, the lion is friendly. Right, exactly. Aslan gave everyone a false sense. He lulled of everyone what, into a false sense. He did. <laughs> Thanks a lot, C.S. Lewis. Yeah. Maybe that whole thing about not reading books with talking animals. <laughs> there might be some. There might be something. There to might it. be some validity to that point of view. I mean, yeah. Animals, but wild animals, is, are dangerous. Yeah. I'm not saying let's slaughter all of them. I'm just saying let's be <laughs> let's, let's be, be realistic let's be about real here. what wild animals are. Especially chimpanzees and orangutans and apes. But orangutans Just are Jane so Jane Goodall and what's the other lady's name? I don't know. I don't know. with the apes? I just know Jane Goodall. The one that But died. you know what? Jane Goodall never got ripped apart by an ape. But the other lady did. No, she got she got murdered by oh. poachers or something. Oh. Like that. Um, played by Sigourney <laughs> Weaver in Gorillas of the Mist. Uh, why can't I remember her name? I don't know. There was a band called Gorillas with the letter Z. Oh yeah, Gorillas. It's like the the three D animation band. Diane Fossey. Diane Fossey. Diane Fossey sounds like the name of (laughs) of a. uh, (laughs) It sounds like the name of a choreographer. (laughs) Oh, Fossey. Yeah. (laughs) Because of Bob Fossey, so Diane Fossey. So when I hear her name, the first thing I think wasn't she the choreographer on Broadway? But no, that was. Is a Fossey named after somebody? Huh. Fosse. That's like a dance. Is term. it? Yeah, Fosse. Oh, I don't know. I think. Are you talking about the floss? No, <laughs> Fosse. Let's Fosse. Google this. Let's do, do We're going research. crazy with the Google and the Siri. Hey Siri, who's who's the who's the main character in Gorillas in the Mist? I don't think my Siri is uh, turned on. I think I turned it off, and I can't figure out how to get it back on, which is fine because then I have to actually type information when I'm. Okay, so, um. Fosse, Bob Fosse was a dancer and choreographer. Yeah, we know that. But um, he re- he reshaped the aesthetics of modern musical theater. But thanks, it's called Fosse style. If reshape is a synonym for ruined, I'm just kidding. I don't know if you. Uh, it's it's the style of Fosse is what it is. I thought it was like a. <sighs> Listen, we should be dancing. It's the like continent. the jazz hands <laughs> and like the. Yeah. Bring I say bring back the old dances like the Continental. I think dancing like whenever I see like a movie in the fifties where they're like at a nightclub dancing, I'm like that looks so fun. Why don't we do that anymore? Thanks to TikTok, dancing is just arm movements yeah. now. You remember when dancing used to be? Remember when dancing feet? was you used your feet? Remember <laughs> <laughs> when you used? It would be like if soccer switched from using your feet to being able to pick the ball up and 
throw it and stuff. If Fred Astaire, that's what dancing is. It used Fred to be with Astaire, your feet. Now it's arm movement. If Fred Astaire saw Addison Ray doing a TikTok dance, he would have a yes, heart attack. And, he would. And and Fred Astaire. <laughs> if Fred Astaire were alive, he'd be rolling over in his grave right now. If he saw what's happened to the world of dance. It, yeah. So when but I, I mean, was, there a few, are still a lot of very talented dancers out there, and dance is still. I remember when like. Very so, like good, Sammy Davis but... Jr. was the tap dancer, and then it became Gregory Hines, yeah, and then it became Savion Glover, who I think was in Rent, maybe, maybe, but it was like anytime they needed a tap dancer for something, it'll be like Savion Glover's gonna be on because he, yeah, he'd bring he's, him out, he's like, the tap dancer, yeah, they didn't have like. A, a group, a of, bunch of yeah. different famous tap dancers. You're only allowed to have one famous <laughs> tap dancer at a time. Yeah. <laughs> there's only room. There's only room. We all. <laughs> there's not room enough in this town for both of them. Yeah, exactly. Well, tap dancing, and I love this tap. This town's only big should, enough for we, one. I really wish tap, tap dancing dance. would become famous again because tap Listen, dancing is so fun to watch. Tap dancing gets such a bad rap. People it's are so like, fun to watch, but we're dancing, stuck with like. It's so easy. We're stuck with like Katy Perry and stuff like choreographed, terrible choreographed yeah. dancing. And, and listen, here's my thing about tap dancing. People think it's simple. I'm depressed. But now. if you've ever watched anybody it's tap difficult. dance, it's difficult. You and try to do shuffle off to Buffalo. You cannot. You can't. Do it. You, you can't. can't. It would take but years of training. I think at this point, like if we're talking like Ginger Rogers, Fred Astaire, that kind of. T- tap dancing right that stuff's amazing it's so fun to yeah. watch yeah is the continental that's not a tap dance is it i don't believe so i just remember the, it's in the gay divorce yeah anyway. and they all have a big yeah. group of the people continental, you know <laughs> yeah you know what i'm gonna find and that Fred Astaire as and soon Ginger as we're Rogers done with this episode i'm gonna find the video of them you know I just what remember the song Something did, 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 continental. <laughs> something, something, something. Con- did everybody do the continental. Yeah. I don't think that's the how The Gay Divorcee is yes, one of the we know. best it's your favorite Fred Astaire, Astaire movie. movies. It's so hilarious. But those two guys that I are... am partial to Damsel in Distress. That well, doesn't have Ginger Rogers. I'm talking, I'm talking George Fred and Ginger. George Burns and Gracie Allen. My thing with... <laughs> it's got that awesome funhouse dance sequence. Oh, yeah. Is Fred Astaire in that? Yes. Who watches a dance movie that doesn't have Fred Astaire in it? Well, if it's Speaking got Gene Kelly. Speaking of that, earlier this year we watched Anchors Away. Is that the one we watched? Yeah. With Frank Sinatra. I liked Frank Sinatra Gene when Kelly. he was a scrawny little... Gene Kelly little, dances with Jerry Mouse. When he was a scrawny little, scrawny little guy. Yeah, that movie wasn't that was good. It's pretty cute. You know something about thing. Gene Kelly? Here's the thing. <laughs> okay. About Frank Sinatra. Let's okay. just move. Let's on. be real. <laughs> okay, so Frank Sinatra was huge, huge with women mm. from like 1942, I think, was his first record started coming out. And then when he moved to Capitol Records in the 50s and went from being the voice to becoming the chairman of the board, then he became huge with guys. Yes. Like do like Italian guys and guys really like if a modern everybody wanted to be guys went from hating Frank Sinatra because all the ladies liked him to wanting to be Frank Sinatra. Yeah, I think if a there modern were, man is so and this isn't directed at you because you have I'm not a modern man. A, you're a, a primitive man. <laughs> I'm primitive. 
You're grew a, a renaissance beard. man. I, cut, I eat apples by cutting them in slices with a pocket knife. Yeah. You're a... You're I, a... <laughs> I, know, I, know how to, I know how to do um, my I, own car repairs. If a so young, I'm, I'm not a modern if man. If a younger modern man... And I read only... As we mentioned earlier, I only read highbrow literature. Yes. But, go. but if a Continue. if a young if a younger modern man who um, only listens to Frank Sinatra because they say that's when music was good and that's when men were men, if their favorite singer is Frank Sinatra, I think it's a huge red flag. Well, let me just say this: having like, read Frank Sinatra is my favorite musician, I'm like, go ahead and tell me why. Oh, I better stop collecting those Frank Sinatra CDs. Um, <laughs> no, I said this wasn't thing. directed at you. <laughs> here's the thing: I'm talking about read, teenagers. I read, I read two volumes of a, a two-volume biography about Frank Sinatra. He was kind of a he was kind of not a great guy. Let's just yeah. let's just cut. Let's to just the, be real. Let's just cut to it. He was not a great guy. In his personal life, he did not treat everybody very well. Yeah. He could be very, very charitable and kind, but he was like the worst to people he was close to. He treated mm. them terribly. It was the fame that did it. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know either. But um, I, we're I, some technical issues here. I, I just do, lost one of the knobs from the bottom of the you know what's stand a, you of know my microphone a, stand. You know what's a Go great. Ahead. Movie High Society and Frank Sinatra's great in that. High Society musical remake of the Philadelphia. That story. was the craziest experience of my life. Watching when, the Philadelphia story after having wa- seen. I we watched. This is High Society. High Society. Same story. And then all of a sudden, you were like, like years later, you're like, we're gonna watch the Philadelphia story, and I was like, okay, sure, I like Jimmy Stewart. Let's let's do it. Everybody loves Jimmy and Stewart. And then the very first scene is the exact same dialogue from High Society. It was the weirdest thing in the world. I was like, what's happening? And It'd I was be like, like watching Airplane and then going back and watching Zero Hour, which is the movie that it's based on. Yeah, but the thing is about the Philadelphia story Zero Hour and High Society. With jokes added to the script. The thing about Philadelphia story and High Society is it's the exact same script, but they put music in it. Yeah. Who was the, has, uh, Was Cary Grant the man in the Philadelphia in story? Cary Grant? Cary Grant. Was he the... Was it Cary Grant and Jimmy Stewart? Cary Grant. Um, yes. Yeah. It's Cary Grant and Jimmy Two Stewart and Catherine men. Hepburn. Two of your favorite men? Two you never even met them. Men. How do you even know? Well, I'm talking to actors here, man. I We're love t- Cary Grant and Jimmy Stewart. Cary Stone Granite? Jimmy Cary, Stewart was one of my Cary first Grand Rock, celebrity crushes. Cary Granite. Stony Granite. What's what's it? Stony Curtis. Stony Granite. Stony. It's Stony Curtis, and then what is it? With, uh, it's Cary Granite. Cary Granite. Rock. I think Stoney Rock Curtis. Hudson is the same because you know Rock, Rock Hudson. It should have been Rock Hudstone. It might be. Uh, Here, anyway. You know what? Oh, Anne Marg Rock. Anne Marg Rock. Let's see. List. Joe Rockhead, who was just a, who was um, just. Uh, <sighs> Boy, this episode is going. This you know what? This episode's going well because we didn't really plan what we were going to talk about this time. So we're just kind of. It's on. It's. She's okay. Here's what's happening for those of you that aren't watching the video podcast. Uh, she's looking at her iPhone. She's I'm looking up names of Stony Curtis of Gary, Gary Granite. It was Gary Granite. Gary Granite. I don't think he was supposed to be Gary. Michael Jackstone. When was he in? Oh, uh, that would have been like in later. Um, unofficial Flintstones. Yeah, that was the Flintstones. It's no. like pe- anything no, Peanuts no, no. after the death of Charles Schultz is not. 
Billy Joel Stone, Liver Rocky. Billy and, Joel Stone. <laughs> and Mark Rock. Yeah. Um, Arnold Palm Tree. Rock Pile. That's my favorite one is Rock Pile. Rock Pile. Rock Who's that pile. supposed to be? Who's that supposed to be? He's just an actor. He's just a fake actor. He's like a made-up actor for the Flintstones. Like Jet Screamer on the Jetsons. He's, He's from Holly Rock. Baby, baby, baby. Or Hot Lips Hannigan. Hot Lips Hannigan. I remember Hot Lips Hannigan. Anyway. Wednesday, Tuesday is one of the actresses. Wednesday, Tuesday. What else? Um, speaking of you've got you've got plans this afternoon. So, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed to say that we're recording this in the morning. We're supposed to make this like an, yeah, we an intimate <clears throat> Thanksgiving Eve conversation after I'm, dark. I'm going to the mall. Oil lamps so. going. Um, we don't have oil lamps ever. <laughs> a fire in the fireplace as um, things are baking for the big meal tomorrow. Yeah. So. No, but I have plans. And then I have to go to work. Ugh. Because I have a job. But, um... You got to get an education, and you get all these days off. I mean, you're absolutely I pulling your hair out. You'd be pulling your hair out beside yourself, but you would um, at least you'd have plenty of yeah, time to I recuperate mean, in between the days of going insane. Yeah, and you get summers off. Um, sort of, not really. You still have classes to take, and what was I going to say? Speaking of Cary Grant. We watched a movie that has Cary Grant in it. Cary Grant. Yes, we watched The Bishop's Wife, which I've never seen before. And the premise, of course, is there's a bishop in New York City. He's trying to raise money to restore a cathedral or build a new cathedral. Build a cathedral. And he's praying to God for help. What should I do? I need guidance. And then Cary Grant shows up, and he's an angel, and he's there to help him. Uh, but the, the whole stress of building the cathedral is ruining his marriage, and so Cary Grant does what any respectable angel would do in that situation. He begins to woo the wife of, <laughs> of, the, bishop. of the bishop. But spoiler alert, spoilers from here on out, at the end, Cary Grant um, basically says, I have to leave because I'm getting too attached to, to you, um, to <laughs> you, wife of the bishop, and uh, they're not... They're not uh, firing me from my job. They're just going to reassign me to another. Well, location. he asked. He asked to be reassigned. He asked for reassignment because yeah. he wasn't being supervised closely. Apparently, I mean, here's my they had thing. No idea I that think he was that flirting with the bishop's wife. I think taking that he, her ice skating. He and was stuff. flirting with the bishop's wife, in an attempt to show the husband, listen. But he went too far. You're yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was saying, "Hey, bro." Look how much fun you could be having with your wife. Yeah, get you your, about get your stuff cathedral. together, man. The cathedral will take care of itself. He says at the end, it turns out, he's like, who cares about the cathedral? You don't need a big fancy cathedral. What you need to do is give back to your community. You need There's to be... There's nothing wrong with having a nice cathedral. Yes, but he's teaching him that it's not the most important thing. The most important thing is family. Have he's you ever gone to church in a former bank building? Not the same. It's not the same experience. <laughs> When they buy a bank building and they try to renovate it and make it into church, cathedrals sit around are beautiful. Folding yes, chairs. but the thing is, he already had a cathedral. It's not the same. He it doesn't had a draw your thoughts heavenwards. But so here's much my as you think. thing: sitting there going, "This used to be a bank." There's the we put the the baptistry in the. <laughs> we put the baptistry in the old vault. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, we still have to open the door 
have to open the. We have to open the steel. <laughs> Does anybody know the combination of the baptistry? <laughs> we have to bring in a, in a in a lock. This might be sacrilegious. A code right a now. code cracker to get into the yeah, to the when, vault every time yeah, we want to baptize someone. Hire guys from movies who break yeah. into bank vaults with a big giant drill. Yeah. We're almost through. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know what brought that up. Um. But what was I going to say? So what's really interesting to me about the bishop's wife about the bishop's wife? I almost said the baker's wife for some reason. You're <laughs> thinking of Into the Woods. <coughs> um, is that no? Actually, I wasn't. In, I wasn't thinking of that at all. In but. that movie, um, it came out the same year as It's a Wonderful Life. No, it didn't. No, it did not. Because the two kids who are in the movie that were in It's a Wonderful Life are both older. Fine. It came. <laughs> it came out. The young, the guy who plays young George Bailey, is in it, and the girl who plays Zuzu. Let's let's. Zuzu's pedals. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, Zuzu. She's a little bit older. It's a Wonderful Life was nineteen forty-two. No. I'm looking at Jimmy up right Stewart now. would have been in it. It was like late ni- 1946. Okay. Yeah. It's a Wonderful Life was 1946. Yes. And the Bishop's Wife was 1947. So they were all so a little was, bit older. It was a year. So what I'm thinking a bit older. is they loved, like everybody loved It's a Wonderful Life. They didn't, though. It wasn't very popular back <gasps> really? then. Really? It didn't become popular until they started showing it on television. I love it. Same it's thing a with the Shawshank Redemption. It made like $16 million at the box office. Then got nominated for Best Picture, and then everybody's like, huh? And then it was on TV all the time. Everybody started watching it, and now it's like, this is one of the greatest movies of all time. You know what? I love It's a Wonderful Life, and I, it's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Yeah. And But I think sometimes those things. The Bishop's Wife was trying too hard slow to burn. be It's a Wonderful Life. It was trying life. to be It's a Wonderful Life. It was trying to be It's a Wonderful Life, and it wasn't, I and agree it wasn't with you as on good. This. But It's a Wonderful Life. Um, when we watched it's it a for wonderful the first bishop. time, that was the first time that I had ever, I don't, it might've not been the first time, but it was like, I hadn't really ever seen like a, a passionate kissing scene before. And so the, the scene in the, in the, what? the living room where they're on the phone and then George kisses Mary. Oh, that's very and romantic. So it was really romantic. And so I was like, it was like a eye opener for me. But also then I was like, I love Jimmy Stewart, you know? Well, yeah, he's a handsome guy. He's a handsome guy. He is a handsome. He's a handsome dude. And his poem <sighs> about his dog made me cry. My dog Bo. It was really oh, sad. Oh, how I wish it wasn't so. I like was crying like halfway through, and he hadn't even gotten to the end of the poem yet. The one he wrote, he read on the Tonight Show. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess I knew it was coming, so I was like. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah. Yeah. I think they were I think he turned it into a children's book or a picture book or something oh, before nice. he before he passed away. Yeah. He's been gone a long time, I think now. It's been a while. Probably the early 2000s, late serious. 90s. When did Jimmy Stewart die? James Stewart died the 2nd of July, 1997 at age 89 in Beverly Hills. 97. 1997, 97. late 90s. I was right. Yeah. Those ninety seven mid nineties or late nineties? I say Let's I late. say late nineties, especially 90s. July. Ninety five, so ninety six, early or mid. He died uh, three weeks before I got married. Wow, it's crazy. To your mother, who I'm still married. I would hope to my mother. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Not married well, to I'll tell you else. what. I'm not into that whole bigamy thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my thing. I mean, to each his own. It's just yeah, not my it's thing. Just not for me. You know, it's just not for me. Yeah. Trying to deal with one woman's hard <laughs> enough. Okay. Can't imagine two or three. It must drive you triply crazy. Yeah. Anyway. I, I, so here's my question what, about that. Um, how long before you got to go to the uh, going wherever? Don't give a, the exact time, but how how long, how much? How many more minutes should we continue this conversation? Well, how long have we been talking for? Well, we're almost at an hour. We're at like 52 minutes. Well, I think we could probably get to an hour and then head out because the, the mall's not that far. The mall? That. You're going to the mall? We're going to the mall. Nobody's going to. What is this, 1983? I mean, come on. <laughs> it's a really specific year. Nobody goes to the mall anymore. Are you going to go to the arcade and play Ms. Pac-Man? No. They don't have Ms. Pac-Man at the arcade. Oh, they don't even have an arcade anymore. Why? Because well, like the world's not as cool as it was in like the 80s. The 80s was rad. They have like a game thing in the mall, but it's all like... What? You know, stuff. this country's been going down the toilet ever since the late 80s. <laughs> right around the time my childhood ended is when the world <laughs> started to go down. Right around the time I, I had to become responsible and... And have uh, take care of myself. That's when the world really started to go down the tubes. <laughs> if you talk to anybody about like oh, like anybody who became an adult at like nineteen fifty eight, oh the fifty, everything, everything was great until the sixties started, and then same thing with the eighties. I remember the innocent days of the eighties when we thought we were all going to die in nuclear war, and and then the nineties. It was such a more, it was a more innocent time, yeah. right? We had grunge rock making everybody depressed. But it was such a more innocent time. Yeah. So the 90s kids are always talking about how the 90s was the... It was so simple back then. And the 80s kids are same thing. 80s and 70s, same thing. Something that Life I've, was so much simpler then. Here's something that I've noticed about people who were born in the 90s. Is they don't... Like, if you ask me when I was born, I say 2004. I was born in 2004. Yeah. But if you ask somebody from the 90s when you were born, they're like, I was 97. They don't say, I was born in 1997. They say, I was 97, or they'll say, I was 98, or whatever. And I noticed that they never say. I had the pleasure. 19, 19, whatever. They just say, you know. So I'm always like, like the first time I heard someone say it, I laughed because I thought they were, they, somebody asked, like, how old are you? And they said, I, I'm 97. And they meant like I was born in 1997. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I thought they were saying like they were 97 years old. So I was like, oh, funny joke. And then I was like, oh, okay, I understand that. I had the pleasure, the good fortune to grow up through two entire decades, the 70s and the 80s, which were the two greatest decades of all well, time, so by the I. way. Those were those. It, there was never any better than that. The two decades I was growing Everybody up. Everybody grows up in two decades. <laughs> well, no. Some people grow up in three decades. I guess. Because there's a weird thing. It well, does sort of, things do sort of change around the beginning of the next decade. Would I have been in two decades Like the or 60s and the or the late 60s are a lot, there's like a transition. But they're a lot different than the early 70s. Yeah. Which the late I 70s. Mean, the fashion was completely Are different. starting to transition the 80s and everything. In the eight. So it does like around 19, like the, the eight, nine and zero years of decades, I mean, things do get different. It's very, me, it's very weird. The way that because it's just an arbitrary thing. We could that, easily have not decades, but have like, oh, we're, it's a sixteen year, fifteen I mean, year. The early two thousands are completely different from today. Right. Yeah. 
and, and were completely different than the early 90s, but which were completely different from the early 80s, which were completely different than the early 70s. Would I be two or three? Because I was the early t- the 2000s and then the 2010s, and then now we're in the 2020s. But right. Would I still be considered, would that be three? You're from the aughts. What? Would that be considered? Well, I mean, you're kind of done growing up. But like in the, my life began in the, 1971 i graduated from high school in 89 so that's like the growing up phase so yeah. there were two complete decades i grew up in yeah so i think i think you would say most two of my for classmates me. as well yeah so i got the i got to see like this the 70s when everybody was high mm-hmm. the 80s when everybody <laughs> and then was the high. 80s when everybody switched over to uh acid at cocaine and video <laughs> games well, and then the 90s. I wasn't really aware. Everyone went I to honestly heroin. wasn't aware growing up of drugs until also, like the early 80s. I am terrible 80s. at telling when people are When my are dad drunk told me if high. anybody ever offers you angel dust, you say no. And I still don't know what angel dust is today. <laughs> so if anybody is, it, is that what is, it, is that LSD? I don't What's know. What's angel dust? Hey Siri. Hey Siri. What is angel dust? According to Wikipedia. Hey Siri. What is angel dust? So, anyways, here's what I found. Here's what I found, but I'm not going to tell you. Fencil- Read it yourself. Fencyclidine. That doesn't help me. Smack. That's heroin, I think. It's PCP. Anyway, uh, so yeah, my dad told me if anybody ever offered me angel dust to. It's PCP. But that was a late '70s thing for like a few years. Everybody talked the dangers of angel dust. Yeah. But I never knew what it was. Is that a hallucinogenic PCP? Sure, I guess so. <laughs> I've never taken drugs, so I don't yeah. know what the. I am terrible at knowing when people are drunk and high. Like people. It's very easy because people would be like, "They were drunk," and I'm like, "They were. They thought they were just." It's weird. really easy to figure it out. You can tell when someone's had like, just a few drinks. I guess. Maybe some people with just one drink, you can feel oh, he's had something to drink. I, I remember going to a tailgate uh, for a Michigan State game, and um, I was meeting my brother and my aunt and uncle at the tailgate site. And yeah. I knew my brother had had a beer or two when I got there because he was happy to see me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're here. I'm like, oh, he's had something to drink. <laughs> How many have you had? <laughs> I only, if I if I had gotten there before he'd had a drink, he would have just been like, "Hey, what's up?" But then he saw me, he's like, "Hey!" So yeah, I knew he'd he had at least up a little bit, had at least to, one able beer. To share his truth I'm pretty sure if I ever had, um, I've I've had alcohol, yeah, but, but I'm pretty sure I've never had enough to be like tipsy. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure if I had a couple of drinks, I'd be like super annoying because <laughs> I'd be. <laughs> Way more, I'd be, I'd be, I'd continue to be friendly and gregarious, but I'm yeah. pretty sure I would just be like over the top annoying, like yeah. walking around going, woo! <laughs> <laughs> I think I would either be really, de- like, get really sad I'd and be start really crying loving. about things, hey! or I'd be super, like, huggy and, like, yeah. I'm crazy. My, my, I don't really ever want to find out, but I'm pretty yeah, sure I'd I'll be, be like, hey, if they're like hugging people and, like, woo! I love you, man. So good to see you. Woo! <laughs> I, Love you only, a lot, bro. It's great to see you. The only time I was able to tell if, um, or that someone was high was, um, this guy that I, he was my friend. We were talking, and he like sent me a, a voice message and was like, "You're just like 
you're really funny and like I appreciate you. And I was like, are you high right now? Like what? And he's like, no. And no, bro, not which right now. He was telling me like he was earlier though. He wasn't high, and I was like, you're definitely, you're definitely high. No, man, I've never done anything like that. I've never done any drugs. No, I uh, yeah, I've never I, the times that I've had alcohol, which are very very rarely, it was like one drink. I've had and rubbing alcohol. It's been alcohol. a really long time. You drank rubbing alcohol? <laughs> no, but I've had it before. <laughs> no. I've rubbed it on my shoulders. Yeah, I put it on, you know, cuts and we stuff. We just crossed the hour mark. We're at one hour, 15, wait, now 18, wait, 20 seconds and counting. I could probably go for a little bit longer. We can go a little longer. Well, this let, is let, me, a, let me do some research as to how far this It's Who's taking you to this uh, to the mall? You are. No, I think, I don't, I think I don't mom even, is. I am not leaving this house today. <laughs> <laughs> I think mom I is. I still have work to do. I'm actually, I do have actually some work to do today, but. Yeah, it's 13 minutes away, so we got, we can. All right. We, we got should, plenty of time. We should probably wrap it up soon, but. We can. We can um, so anyway, this is our third annual Thanksgiving Eve episode. Yes. The first one was more talking about how much stuff. we love Thanksgiving, but, but you we've can't just about keep that already. You yeah. can't just keep dragging out the same topics, and oh, the Macy's parade, and um, <laughs> but we'll we're gonna be recording more frequently. I said this last year too. Now that the holidays are coming, <laughs> we're gonna be doing a lot more episodes because we we'll have more to, time. Yeah. We'll try to make more time to entertain you. Yeah, with our. Um, Here's I had a, have a question. This is this is my favorite episode. Have, so honestly, far. this has been a good episode. I think because we didn't put pressure on ourselves to be You're like, hey, talking. let's talk about this. Talk Which about I mean, that. I I think that's we're kind still of... trying at episode twenty. We're still talking about what's the best way to do a podcast, <laughs> and we're talking. These are the meetings we should be having, you know, afterwards a wrap up meeting yeah. off the air. But we talk about it on the air, like. Hey, we're... should we plan out what we're going to talk about? <laughs> should we have a list of topics or should we just go? I mean, I think sometimes just going works. Yeah. Like I think it worked this time. It did, yeah. But um, sometimes you probably would, like you know stare what? at each other. I like, feel Ugh. like it's be- maybe it's better to do it in the morning because we're a little bit more a little bit more chipper. Yeah, I do get a little more groggy near the end of the yeah. day and a little more a little more downcast. Yeah, you're like, listen, let's just wrap this up. But you know, when we're doing it now, I feel great. Right. I'm just upset I have to go to work later. <laughs> Not me, because then I can come pick up some fried chicken for dinner. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Do they just still kidding, have, of Let me ask you this. Do they still have that nasty vegetarian fried no, chicken No, they anymore? got rid of that real quick. I didn't last Because nobody long. liked it. I've, I saw two online video reviews of it. Both said inedible. It was so gross. So processed. Which is weird, because if you think about it, I mean, fried chicken's gross. It's just like deep fried yeah, but it tastes chicken good. parts. I know, but it's still kind of. If you stop and think about it, it's kind of gross. Yeah, I mean, I I ate one of the chicken legs there, and I was like, I'm so stuffed, like I'm full. I don't, you know. KFC was the one time the gold standard for fried chicken. Yeah. By the way, there's a place that just opened in our town here called Tupelo Honey. It's a southern <laughs> food um, establishment. Yeah. And um, one of my coworkers who is is Hispanic, we were driving past. And she saw the sign and said, two Palo honey. What's two Palo honey? And I was like, you've never heard of your honey hair? It's really <laughs> popular in Mississippi. Um, your honey hair. Two Palo honey. Two Palo honey. Um, but no, it's Tupelo honey. But they've got fried chicken. Hmm. And it's all made from scratch. So Chicken's I'm going to be heading down there this afternoon. 
and ordering up a plate full of it and uh, oh, that was a consuming one. large quantities of poultry, <laughs> fried poultry. I'm just kidding. I'm not Did you going like my chicken today. scratch joke? I missed it. I was too busy trying to remember the word poultry. <laughs> What's the word for, for you birds? Were, you were trying to remember the word. So, so I used to joke. work with a guy who was from Mississippi. Yeah. He was African-American. And then there was another co-worker there who was African-American. And the guy from Mississippi would joke, jokingly refer to chicken as yard bird because in the South, the chickens, yeah, walk, chickens around. walk around. They're called yard bird. Yeah. And he, he claimed it was an African-American phrase, and I'm not sure if that's true or not, if it's a Southern thing. Yeah. But he said, I guarantee you that the other African-American guy that was working there, I can't remember his name, if I say yard bird, he'll know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, all right. So he went up and asked him if he wanted to stop and get some yard bird. And the guy said, yeah. He said something like, yeah, I haven't had bird in a long time or whatever. I said, well, wait a minute. Now he's just calling it bird. <laughs> so, um, but I, I, I don't know what brought that up. I feel like, isn't that a band name? The Yardbirds? The Yardbirds, yeah. <laughs> name, well, name three bands that Eric Clapton has been in. Cream, <laughs> Derek and the Dominoes, the Yardbirds. <laughs> Yes, that was a um, a band, and I yeah. believe they're referring to because in the South or in country settings, chickens, chickens would walk around in the yard. Yard bird. And there's people around here in Michigan that oh, I told people where we live. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, we'll edit that out. Uh, there are people in people this... who live here in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> people who live here in the Upper Pacific Northwest. <laughs> There are people who live in the Pacific Northwest <laughs> who have uh, birds, uh, chickens walking yeah. around in the yard. That's so very it true. makes sense that someone would refer to it as a yard bird. But yeah. I, the entomology of it is obvious. But um, is it a cultural? The regionality. Is it yeah. a regional thing? Is it a, a cultural, cultural thing? thing based an ethnic thing. Ethnic you know. thing. It. Who knows? Who's to say? It's just. I just find it charming that there's people yard that bird. refer yeah. to chickens as yard birds. Yeah. When I think of a yard I bird, I think of like... La- uh, by their Latin name. <laughs> when I think of yard birds, I think of like birds, you know, cardinals and chickadees yeah. and um, cedar wax stuff. wings that show up in your in the trees in your yard. I think of those as, as the yard birds, backyard yeah. birds or whatever, but... I mean, I think that makes sense, too. Yeah. The And if, if yard bird is now considered uh, an offensive term... For chickens, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> That's, you're not I apologize ahead of time. Look it up. Hey, I, Siri, listen, is yard bird considered I don't offensive? refer to chickens as yard bird. I refer to them by their Latin name, Gallus Gallus. Domesticus. <laughs> <laughs> so what did we learn today? Um, yard birds. I call birds. them Gallus Gallus Domesticus is what I call chickens. So when you type in yard birds, yeah, um, the there's a restaurant in Las Vegas called the Yard Bird Table and Bar. I'm assuming There's, it's not an offensive uh, term. The rock band, the Yardbirds, Yardbirds songs, Yardbirds members, Yardbirds discography, For Your Love album by the Yardbirds, Yardbirds restaurant. Um, but there's nothing like, maybe if I, is Yardbird one word or two? <laughs> I'm assuming For it's the two. band, it's one word. Well, where is Eric Clapton from? Yardbirds furniture, Yardbirds Entomology. I can't. I don't know how to. I can't remember how to spell. This em- microphone stinks. Entomology. Well, clean it off. <laughs> clean it off. Um. All right. Anyway, 
I don't know. We we don't need to answer questions about the term yardbirds anymore. Yeah, we've talked. We've said it. By the we way, we should do a compilation of all the time that we said yardbird in this episode. By the way, one of my favorite. Let's talk. Let's. Uh, what's your favorite Bruce Springsteen lyric? This is just random. I I don't have one. I have a lot of favorite Bruce. I'm not a big Bruce Springsteen fan. Some of his stuff, I'm just like. Whatever. I honestly, if you t- asked me to name a Bruce Springsteen, he song, has a song. I couldn't do it. On the born in the USA born in the USA. Album. That's one. I know that one. Is a song on the Born in the USA album called um, "Down Bound Train," mm. and it's about his woman leaving him mm, on the downbound train. And he says, "Now I work down at the car wash where all it ever does is rain." Oh, that's good. Yeah, I that's like that. Good. One. I like that. Um, my fa- favorite Phoebe Bridgers lyric. Um, is there's a how did we get from the boss to Phoebe <laughs> we're Bridgers? talking about Phoebe Bridgers is she it's because I've been thinking about this lyric recently it's she says we're um, uh, sit I'm trying to think of how it starts anyway it's like she says like talking on a rusty swing set and then, yeah um, after a while you get quiet then I get mean and then she says I'm always pushing you away from me but you come back with gravity because they're on a swings, oh. but it's metaphorical as well. Um, Bruce it's, Springsteen it's also wrote the song "Blinded by the Light," which was made famous by Manfred Mann's Earth Band, um, which contains the lyrics: "Madman drummers, bummers, Indians in the summer with a teenage diplomat in the dumps with the mumps, <laughs> as the adolescent pumps his way into his hat." With a boulder on my shoulder, feeling kind of older, I tripped the merry-go-round. Well, I'll tell with you what. With this very that's... unpleasing sneezing and wheezing, the calliope crashed to the ground. I like the word calliope. But I always pronounced it calliope. But now I know Anyways, it's that always struck me as a song. It's like somebody's like, I'm going to write a song that's really confusing, but it's going to sound really poetic. So yeah. I'm going to match boulder on my shoulder or whatever. Yeah. And that wasn't one of my favorite um, lyrical tunes but anyway we we don't have to get into that too much more you got to get going you got a big big day big 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 day planned hanging out at the mall and working at the kfc Mm -hmm. so uh what time do you work don't tell me tell me off the air okay because we're live we're going live right now i don't want anybody showing up no all right where i work in colorado are you ready Um, to are you ready to wrap yeah i think it's your turn no i did it last oh then it's my turn yep I enjoy our little talks.